Hey, what's going on? This is Ray. Thanks for joining me today. Hope you are well. This episode took a few weeks to get out because I've been involved in a few other projects, as it always is during the summer months. But all is well. I hope this day, this week, this month, this year finds you doing well and in good spirits. 2020 was tough, but hey, we are in 2021 and things are looking up and up. How's your summer training going? Training in the heat is a different kind of challenge, right? But we can get through it with following certain steps and precautions, which we'll talk about. Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves. Embrace the process and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Summer training, summer heat has been on everyone's mind, especially us runners. It's been on and off here in my neck of the woods. You know, some days are hot in the 90s and some days we catch a break. And it's during those breaks that I enjoy getting back out there and doing my longer runs. And the days leading to the 1984 Olympics, which was a, an oppressively hot week, marathoner Albertor Salazar was put on a regimen of temperature acclimation training with the goal of helping him adapt to running in the heat. While Salazar placed only 15th overall in the marathon, the program was deemed a success. His vitals were taken after the race, and it was found that Salazar's hormonal and thermoregulatory system were completely normal. His body had compensated by causing him to sweat at an incredibly high rate, about 3 liters per hour compared to roughly 1 liter per hour for the average person. Some research over the years have indicated that heat acclimation may actually be more beneficial than altitude training. I have to do a little bit more research on that, but that's interesting. It was found that uh, it provides positive physiological adaptations. In other words, heat training has shown to not only do a better job at increasing your VO2 max better than altitude, but it also makes athletes better at withstanding the uh, wide range of temperatures that you may encounter while training in the summer. As athletes, we can adapt to heat in two ways. The first is through incremental improvements in tolerance over time. Work out in the heat a little bit every day, and eventually your body will dissipate heat more effectively. That's uh, widely understood in the running community. The second way is through thermotolerance, which is a cellular adaptation to an extreme heat experience. All this being said, the key here is to proceed with caution. Not everyone responds to heat at the same rate or with the same physiological gains and tolerance over time. Work out in the heat a little bit every day, and eventually your body will dissipate heat more effectively. That's how it's worked for me over the years. Back in 2018, 2019, I was running a lot in hot weather. But the past uh, couple of months, I've been taking it easy a little bit going easy. As I get older, I feel that I need to back off a little bit. And uh, if the temperature is over 90, I take a step back. I'll hit a jump on the treadmill. But there's a lot to take into consideration, such as your fitness level, prior experience, 
among other things. The key is to proceed with caution and monitor yourself carefully when running in the heat. Despite some benefits of heat training, just be aware that running in the heat is extremely difficult and taxing on the body. Stay well hydrated during and after your run and run easy. Live racing is coming up very quickly, folks. That's a good sign. I think we'll be seeing a lot of fall races, live races. The excitement's in the air, so keep training. And as they say, summer running brings fall PRs. So let's get after it. Coming up in segment two, my guest, Daniel Saldariaga, steps to the mic to share his amazing running story. You'll love what he has to share because he's a master's runner who's only been running consistently for about a year and already he has run a 17-minute 5K and a 119 half marathon. Yep, you heard right. Sub-17, 5K, and a 119 half marathon. That, my friends, is talent. And I expect that he will be crushing for years to come. So let's get right to it. Without further ado, let's get to segment two and my interview with Daniel. Hey, Daniel, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. What's going on? Hey, Ray, how are you? Oh, good. You? Good, good. Glad you were able to make it. I want to first congratulate you on your USA Track and Field Masters debut race, which you did recently where you ran the 5K. And yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes. You represented the awesome Unforgiving Fitness Marathon and Track Team. That's right. Of which we are teammates, just to let the audience know. Yeah, we have a, a diverse and amazing group of athletes. So, sh- And shout out to our leader, Joel Almonte. He's doing great things out there. The journey has just begun. And I'm expecting to see some great performances from you, man. Thank a- you. As well as our teammates. So let's dig right into it. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how long have you been running and what made you decide to start running? So basically, I am uh, born and raised uh, Ecuadorian. Uh, I've been living in New York City for uh, 20 years. Yeah, like just last year, around early August, I always been an active per- active person, like outdoorsy, uh, you know, playing soccer. Uh, right. And for the last couple of years, you know, casual cycling, you know, biking with my, you know, uh, friends and stuff. And uh, I just had like a little injury in my hand, and um, mm-hmm. I couldn't like uh, at that time. Uh, I was like, you know, biking like four days a week or something, and uh, and I was like, you know, it, you know, it was. Also, you know, uh, lockdowns were kind of like starting again. Yes. And I was like, you know, I, and it was getting a little cold and I was like, I, I gotta, I, the way I am, I, I hate being like at home. I probably am at home max, you know, a couple right. hours and I, I like being outside. So I was like, I need to find something besides, you know, walking that I can do outside, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then, you know, I looked at this pair of pretty cheap running shoes that I have. You know, okay. for whatever reason, but like a uh, month ago, and I was like, uh, you know, I, let me go for a run. So yeah, I leave. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Brooklyn, live in Brooklyn. So I'm right next to Prospect Park. And I was like, you know, um, let me go for a, a run, one lap around the park. And, you know, just for fun. You know, and I went and I, uh, and at the end of it, it felt good. And I was like, you know, I, I like this feeling. And, you know, I said, let me keep doing it. And I, uh, and then here we are. That's uh, sort of like the short story. Wow. So, and you never look back. But 
What's yeah. interesting to me is you just said it. You've been running for less than a year or just about uh-huh. a year. So by definition, you are a true rookie runner. Although you were involved in other sports uh, over the years, within a year of starting your running journey, you've run several races and you have achieved a sub 17 minute 5K time. That, my friend, is impressive. What do you attribute that speed to? Uh, thank you. Uh, well, I, I have to, I guess, probably uh, keep explaining because right after, like, you know, I started running, I, mm-hmm. in within, you know, I, I like the feeling of it. Like, at the end of it, I was like, you know, this felt great. You know, I don't know what other words to use besides, you know, for like a badass, you know, like when you, uh, it, was a, it was a great workout, you know. Yeah. Uh, my stamina was great. It felt tired. I felt tired, but I was like, you know, let me keep doing it. And I went back. And I ran like, I think six, the two laps, six miles the day after. Mm-hmm. And after doing this for a couple of weeks, I, I was like, you know, I really like enjoy this, this, this freedom, you know, this like independence I get from running. And I was like, let me see if I can, uh, put a plan together or whatever. And by this time next year, I had like a about eight month plan or something or, or a year plan if by this time next year uh, I can be competitive, you know, when races come back or whatever, I can compete. Just okay. like I like, I, I like competing. Just like I would, uh, uh, what I, when I used to play soccer more often, you know, I had it like, you know, I was in some local um, soccer leagues and stuff like that, you know, uh, co-ed leagues as well. And sure. uh, I just like competing. So I like, you know. Uh, and soccer and is very like, demanding. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was just like, you know, uh, so let me, you know, let me take this seriously. Let me, you know, uh, train on my own and, and, and figure out what to eat and, and, and how to like, you know, adapt my diet so I can like perform and, and, and be competitive. And that was my goal. My goal was a very concrete goal. It was by competitive. I mean, like if I wanted, if I got into a race, I wanted to be there in the top 20 conversation in any given race, that was my goal. You gotcha. know? That, so that's uh, and that's what led me to, uh, you know, just like you know, you know, just keep running and 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 try to uh, become better. That's great, and you've achieved that goal. So your goal was specific, and you went after it, and you've achieved it. And even though in the five uh, k race with USA Track and Field, you achieved a second place in your age group at less than seventeen minutes in the five k. I've read that you weren't fully satisfied with your performance. Why were you not happy? First of all, I well, I ran that race a bit injured. I, mean, I was injured, and uh, that I was f- because of my own doing. I like uh, two weeks before that, I went to like you know, long story short, I went to the beach and I ran in like very uneven sand, and I knew oh, that that was going down right. Mm-hmm. Like it was very you know, like you know, and I ran like uh, I did a pretty good effort, and it just wasn't you know. I shouldn't have done that. And I knew it. And I was like, but in my head, I was like, no, it'll just probably be all right. And, you know, and uh, as the days went by, you know, I started feeling this little thing on my uh, hip muscle. And then I was like, oh, God. By the time I realized, okay, I need to, like, you know, nurse this and, and slow down my running and the miles, it was like two weeks two weeks away from the race. Wow. And, you know, okay. and race, day, race day came, you know, and I, I, I took care of it and it felt better. But as I was warming up, I it kept it was in my head the whole time, and you know, uh, and and to be honest, uh, I just wasn't confident like that. That confidence wasn't there mentally. Okay. So I went into the race, and yes, I did a, you know, I ran fast, but it, it 
for my own uh, standards, it wasn't what I could have done on any gotcha. other day, regardless of place, regardless of position, regardless of how fast other people went. My own, for my own standard, it wasn't what I I could have done, and that was disappointing. Especially because, like you know, I'm representing the team, and I always want to do good uh, for them and for myself. So, oh sure. So what that means to me also is that you have the potential to do so much better. If you could run 16 and change while not at your best, can you imagine what's to come? It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, and that, yeah. and that, that gives me also, yeah, you're right. It, it, at least for me, it gives me uh, confidence. It gives me confidence that, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I could have done better. But again, you learn so much. I learned so much, you know, what not to do. And yes. the experience, regardless, was great. And, you know, thankful to the team and to Joel for getting me there because, I mean, you know, after, you know, the disappointment when like, things, like, settle down and you, like, mentally move on, you're, like, you know, still being very grateful. I I, I would have never imagined uh, when I started running last year, like, or if someone came and told me, like, Daniel, by um, June you're going to be in, in this event. And I'm like, no, yeah. no way. Like, so it's, it's very, I'm very, very grateful for it, though. So. Wow, that's great. And I got more for the audience. You ran your first half marathon in one hour and 19 minutes. Another great performance. And you achieved sixth place overall. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Sure. And I think that was a Queen's half marathon, right? Right. It was a Queen's half marathon in, in Flushing Meadows Park. And um, that was another one of my like smaller goals that I set myself at the beginning. It was like I always wanted to, you know, just be like a, a, a great mid distance runner. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it, I, I enjoyed the endurance part of the running. So I, for, I've been kind of like always wanted to get that distance done in a good time. And I was, you know, looking forward to it and I did it and, and it was great, you know, and I made a few, uh, mistakes in the, uh, being my first official. Sure. Uh, sure. You learned from the mistakes. Right, but uh, I I was very happy with it. I, at the end, I was very happy with it. Um, the way it felt to me, like you know, the fitness was there, and uh, it's super fun. And um, uh, yeah, no, it's a very again, just very grateful to to did as uh, to have done as well as I did that uh, that day. That's great. And let me remind our listeners again: you are you have been running for a year. That is it. So you've achieved a sixteen and change five k and a one nineteen. Half marathon. Right. Amazing stuff. You are very competitive by nature. Most soccer players are. I remember I, I played soccer as a, you know, when I was a young man and I know how demanding that sport is. Right. What is your next step in racing? What race do you want to specialize in and what personal best are you shooting for in the next few months, next year or so? Yeah. So I want to uh, keep working on getting a, uh, better at both 5k and half marathon mm -hmm. so i guess my my midterm goal i got myself into the uh field half marathon i think it's november some one weekend of november for that i am shooting for a one hour and 15 and change uh finish time that's gonna good be goal. good goal my very concrete um like the goal is up there you know i have to like uh, still kind of like recovering from this like uh, hip thing, and it's it's doing it. I'm doing uh, pretty well in that aspect. That's my goal. My goal for like by the end of the year is to have that time on the half marathon, and for a 5K, um, I'm shooting for 
the 15, 16 minute uh, okay. range. And I'm sure, um, I, I'm sure you'll achieve it. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll try. I'm going to have to like, you know, train hard and all that. But Yeah. How about the marathon, the full marathon? Do you have that so, planned? Yes. For a full marathon, I'm going to do that at some point uh, next year. Okay. That's my my long term kind of like you know uh, goal that definitely will happen. I have to see you know what official full marathon I can get in. That you know just my goal is to uh, have it done by next year. I don't I didn't want to rush it this year. Um, I could probably do a good time, mm -hmm. but I want to make sure you know I, I I do it right. Yes, and I exactly. don't have too many you know. Uh, things uh this year you know i think i think with the uh still half and you know sneaking like uh 5k here and there maybe that should be like enough putting the time to concentrate on like you know training working the things i need to work on and you know and and all those things that's great and you you're a very good goal setter you said it yourself that you set the goal you work for it and you achieve it that is awesome you said something in your instagram post that i read recently that resonated well with me you said like everything in life, you have to be ready mentally for all possible outcomes, the great, the bad, and the terrible. Otherwise, you won't be able to improve and keep moving forward. That is amazing, an amazing quote. So do you think that this acceptance mindset is one of your keys to success? Absolutely. I try to apply to running the same things that I would apply to literally anything in life. Yes. Like, you know, like in life, every day when you wake up, uh, to, you know, go on with your day or go to work or whatever, you always want to say to yourself, you know, this is going to be a great day. Yes. But at the same time, you have to be realistic. Mm -hmm. and, and you know that life in the day, in the week, in the year is going to throw something at you. Yes. So I think what, exactly. I think what makes the difference is how you react to those outcomes, like whether they're good, bad, or terrible. It's how you react that makes a difference. Right. So like if it's something, you know, good that happens to you, uh, let's say a job promotion, you know, it's you have to like, you know, uh, obviously, you know, be happy, but, you know, you know, be level headed, you know, first day humble and uh, use that as a reminder to keep doing what you've been doing. And and if something bad happens, you know, take that uh, and turn it into positive. How can I improve? You know, like I, I usually tell people, especially at work, you know, uh, uh, it's okay if you make mistakes. You know, you kind of want to make the mistakes because otherwise you're not going to get better. Exactly. Uh, a problem will, can come in when you keep making the same mistake and you're not learning from it. Then, you know, we can have a conversation and be like, okay, you know, what's, what's going on? But um, I think, like, if you are mentally ready for all those outcomes, when the bad happens, you already know how you will react to it. Yes, I you agree. Know, so, like... So like right away, obviously you're gonna be disappointed. Right away you're gonna be like, oh, you know, like, like damn, you know, that was that was not good. Uh, but then like that mentality kicks in. You're like, okay, that you know, that's okay, that's fine. It's good that it happened. So mm -hmm. now you can, you know, uh, use that to your advantage and and improve and make sure that you minimize the chances of that happening because you know bad things will happen again. But mm -hmm. if you try to do the right things and have uh, a, a right. Uh, a positive uh, mentality, you're very, very likely that you will do, you will be okay at the end of the day. It's all about how you respond to the situation and not how right. reacting to it. That's great. You know, I, I like your competitive nature. I think that's going to win you a lot of races. 
You know, many runners run for different reasons. And whatever the reason is, or whatever the reason one chooses, that's okay. Because I Absolutely. believe, yes, I believe running is a personal journey and each runner has to define for themselves uh, what they want to accomplish. So if, if I were to ask you to dig deep and tell me, why do you run? What would your answer be to that question? Like, why do you run? Um, that is also that sometimes I have asked myself many times, you yeah. know, for example, winter time when it's like 15 degrees of time, I'm like, why, why, why do I do this? Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, I say things like, you know, uh, competition, you know, I enjoy it. It's a good workout, the team. But when, if I had to like remove all layers and like the most, uh, at, at, at its core, why I love running why I, I kept doing it it's because of the freedom it gives me mm-hmm. right especially last year when you know i lived here in new york city lock, lockdowns were you know uh full on um it was one of the oh freest things you could do you know like just i didn't need permission from anyone mm-hmm. uh i all i needed was a pair of shoes and uh it gave me that that it, I don't, I have to think hard of something else that so far has given me that sense of independence. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, independence, it's, all, yes. it, it's all up to me. You know, I, I decide when to run. Um, I decide how to, uh, I decide whether I do it in, in the right way or the wrong way. You know, uh, like, uh, if it's, if the outcome, whatever the outcome is, it's, it's, it, it's up to me. You know, I didn't, uh, I can't blame anyone if, you know, let's say a race doesn't go my way, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to use like the way, um, the word, uh, control, but you know, it's a, I'm kind of like in control of, you know, what I do. And, uh, and, 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 and at the same time, you, if you want to do the community part of it, you know, it's great. You know, like, I think it's a very welcoming community. Correct. Um, and then, like, you introduce the, the fact, you know, that you can be in a team. So it's, like, the best of both worlds. You know, it's, it's very, uh, it's all up to you. It's very, you know, uh, rewards you with a great sense of freedom and at the same time a great sense of uh, community that's, like, all these other people doing the same thing that you're doing. And uh, and that's great. Yes. You have so many options in running. And like you said, it's you, you're competing against yourself in a lot of ways. You're trying to bring out the very best out of yourself. Right. And I think we can all learn from each other in this sport or in any sport. We can inspire each other. We can motivate each other. To our listeners that are just starting out in their running journey, what is your best piece of advice, something that you've learned over the last year? Um, the best advice I could give uh, someone, it's, I guess, I would say try to like have a concrete goal as to why you are running. Again, like you said it yes. earlier, doesn't have to be uh, the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. But for example, let's say you have uh, uh, a wife or, or a husband and, and kids, you know, like totally have like a, a concrete goal while you do it because of, you know, like it, it's a great workout. It keeps you healthy. So you stay healthy for your family. So, you know, or, or because it's a great, uh, it, 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 it can uh, relieve some stress from work or the daily life. Uh, but have to have that in the back of your head all the time. So when you're not, you don't feel like doing it, you know, you know, that can uh, get you out there. You know, uh, always, you know, uh, 
see how you can improve and most importantly like look into you know uh, running form and all that because the the yes the the better you do this whether it's like the things that you eat or how you run the longer you'll be able to do it mm-hmm. and and you can enjoy it you know and you, you and it feels great to you know know that you can go out there and enjoy it fully and 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 not have to worry about much about uh, you know injuries or anything negative happening uh but I would say I would say that just you try to have you know have a uh, something that you you want to look forward to, so you can uh, you can have like that like little smaller or medium size or big goal that you have. Yes, uh, I like that. The, the, that that daily motivation to do it. You know, I agree. I like the fact that you said set a goal for yourself and pursue it, even if you have to break it down into smaller goals, but have exactly. something that you're pursuing. My next visit to New York, I will meet with you and Joel and maybe some other t- teammates that want to join us for a meet and greet. And maybe we'll do a run around Central Park sometime this year, hopefully. We'll see. I'll let you guys know in advance. I think that would be uh, awesome. And I, I'm really looking forward to the team's growth and seeing where the next few months and years take us. So, Indeed. Very, very, very exciting. Yep, for sure. Besides running, are you involved in any other hobbies that you're passionate about? Not really, not right now. I just work and running. I I I, I can't draw, so that was like a thing that I did the last few years. Um, yes, I did like, see uh, that on your Instagram account. Those were some really uh, great drawings. Thank I you, said. thank you. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I've been able to draw um, since I was a kid, since I have mm-hmm. memory, and uh, and it's something that I, you know, I I liked doing. But I, I honestly, I just I like running. For me, better is much more uh, uh, rewarding in the personal level. Yes, okay. uh, I gotta tell you, the the drawing is great or was great, and you know you get the likes, and you know that feels good. Uh, but running, when you take away all the social media aspect of it, you still have that you know that you gained. You know whether it's like you know. On your time, your speed, or or you know, or, or something uh, psychologically, uh, it, it's I find it more rewarding uh, on a personal level than basically any, almost anything that I have done uh, so far. So yeah, no, just just running, running and work, and that's uh, that's what I'm planning to uh, keep doing for a while. That's great, and same here. I've been uh, on this running journey for about four and a half years, and I've enjoyed it immensely. It has changed my life really for the better. So Same. please tell the audience where they can follow your running journey on social media. Instagram at sleepers for babies and uh, all together. And obviously mm-hmm. Strava, Twitter at uh, sleepers for babies as well. And, you know, I try to be somewhat active, but uh, yeah, like that's where you can find me. And uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, other people uh, doing the same thing. And uh, that's great. Uh, it's great. And speaking of Twitter, I got to follow you on Twitter. I've been on Twitter since the beginning, since 2006, by the way. Twitter was one of my <laughs> favorite places to be back in the day, although I don't use it as much these days. But Twitter has been my number one social medium for, for the last, you know, over a decade. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. The, yeah, it's the one that I, that I use the least, uh, honestly. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's there. I'm mostly on Instagram and, um, yeah. uh, and, and Strava. And, yeah, that's too. Awesome. Well, Daniel, I got to tell you, it's been great having you on the program. Your story is inspiring and will serve to motivate many of my listeners out there that are embarking on their running journey. I wish you all the best moving forward and 
you know I'll be watching your progress. You know, you're, you're one thank of the, you. Thank you. You're one of the stars. Thank you, yeah, you're one of the stars of the uh, Unforgiving Fitness Marathon uh, team. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to great things. I, I appreciate it. Uh, and, and, you know, like um, uh, when it comes to the team, I just do my part. Whatever can get the name uh, out there, uh, that's all I'm trying to do. And I appreciate, you know, I appreciate everything. And uh, thanks for having me, man. This is great. Oh, sure. Keep being the best that you can be and uh, go for it, I will. All the best. I will. Thanks to you, man. Have a nice day, right? You too. Welcome. Thank you. You are listening to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. Thank you so much. Welcome to segment three. This is where we wrap things up. Thank you again to my guest, Daniel. Be sure to check out his running journey on Instagram. His username is at sleep is for babies, one word. And of course, catch the Unforgiving Fitness Marathon and track team of which I am a proud member and the Masters Division team captain. We are on Instagram at UNFRGVN Fitness. So do check us out. Check out the journey. The Rookie Runners Podcast exists to highlight the conversations, stories, and challenges that both rookie runners and experienced runners are having. And in doing so, I hope to share some inspiration and motivation for you, the listener. That's what it's all about. And I've been having fun doing it up to episode 21. Looking forward to the next season and doing a lot more bigger and better things. So let's keep the conversation going, folks. Social media at Rookie Runners Podcast on Instagram, at Rookie Runners on Facebook, and at Runner underscore Rookie on Twitter. Always a pleasure sharing a part of my day with you. Thank you so much for listening. And as I always like to say, stay strong, be well, and run happy. Take care and I'll catch you on the next.